0: Welcome to the UnoMaz Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Kay. Do you find yourself looking for business and marketing advice to help you achieve your goals? Do you find yourself stuck and overwhelmed wondering what methods you can use to scale your business? What strategies should you use to grow your social media influence? And how can you leverage collaborations with some of the industry's most successful and influential entrepreneurs to build brand awareness with over 13 years as a multi-preneur brand and social media strategist and coach. I invite you to join thousands of other listeners and me each week in elevating your brand business and life with a foundation of faith and talking all things, productivity, social media, business strategies, marketing, and growth. I help you pursue your God given purpose and redefine success by creating a wildly successful, sustainable, and profitable digital based business. But that's not all. Enjoy my collaborative conversations and interviews with industry leading entrepreneurs to hear the best kept secrets and learn the skills and tactics they use so you can tackle your biggest goals along the way. The Uno Maz podcast is here to inspire you to dream, think, and do big. Stop feeling overwhelmed, confused, and stuck at a standstill, and start feeling confident, productive, and fueled with purpose in your life and business again. A brand new year brings the urge to hit reset on our goals, habits, mindset, and yes, even our brands. As 2024 approaches, it's prime time for you to evaluate if your branding still aligns with your business objectives and resonates with your target audience. Join me today as I share best practices for approaching a end of the year brand overhaul from assessing what's working and what's not to balancing equity with the need for change. I'll tackle time considerations, quick refresh options, and tips for a deeper identity shift. You'll walk away with a strategic framework for determining which brand elements to evolve versus those worth keeping around. I'll also cover simple yet impactful updates you can execute now to start the new year feeling refreshed from leadership vision to tactical rollouts. My advice will ensure your 2024 brand has the legs to carry your business ambitions forward. So let's go ahead and dive right in. When is the right time or the perfect time to start considering a brand overhaul? Well, really you wanna start considering this in Q3 or Q4. You know, Q1, Q2, you're in the vibe, it's a whole new year, you're up, you're going, you're running. Around then is when you start seeing things not really hitting, things not really feeling right, you're starting to feel kind of misaligned or disaligned with your brand. So you wanna start planning in Q3 and allow a sufficient time so that when you roll into Q4, that is when you're preparing yourself for the launch or the change or the shifts in regards to that brand overhaul that you're trying to implement. You also want to avoid major holidays and seasonal cycles or launching times for any type of brand overhaul. This is not, this is just not the time. This is not the time to make any brand shifts. I've done this in the past where I've thought, you know, Black Friday is going to be a great time to redo all of my branding and launch it to everybody probably one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made. Uh, Black Friday is the time for brand recognition. (laughs) People don't need some new logo coming out, some whole new branding and messaging, because they're gonna be like, what, they're trying to look for that quick sale, that time to make decision, and giving something different to them during this time is just not the best timing. So timing is something you do wanna consider. Q3 is always a great time for you to consider what it is about your brand that you're wanting to change. And that's something that we're going to dive into here in just a minute. But Q4 is preparing for that launch so that when Q1 happens, you are ready to go. Everything's new. Everything feels refreshed and better aligned for you and your brand. So what is it about your brand that you should be assessing? You know, what is working? What is not working? This is something you really want to start thinking about for yourself, you want to review performance data, you know, your growth, your revenue, your positioning. This is huge in regards to branding right now, specifically, because I feel like a lot of brands have really pivoted to a more digital based focus, social media based focus with their branding. And positioning could be a huge determining factor in that for you. You know, where are you showing up online? What social medias are you pouring? What social media accounts really are you pouring a lot of time and attention to? What outlets? Are you really sharing your brand voice? Is it through podcasting? Is it through a YouTube channel? Is it only on Instagram? Are you doing more video versus, you know, static images, infographics, carousels, that type of thing? Are you showing up on TikTok more so than you are on Facebook and Instagram type video content? Are you showing up on X or or have you introduced threads? Like there's so many different platforms out there, but really what is and is not connecting with your audience? Where are you tapping? into more of your audience versus where are you not? So these are things that you really kind of want to assess about your brand. You know, are you growing in certain ways? Are you growing more through your blog than you are through an email newsletter? Or are they really working together? Is your blog feeding your email newsletter? And are you growing a subscriber base? Where are you and how are you showing up and what is and what is not working for your brand is really how you can go about assessing whether or not certain shifts need to happen in your brand for the new year when you're thinking and reconsidering a brand overhaul. The second thing that you want to kind of do during this time is survey your current customer base, survey your current audience, you know, ask them, what is their perception about your brand? Are they connecting? Are they not connecting? What do they feel like they need more of out of you as a brand? And how can you show up better for them? This is why... You see big brands doing surveys all throughout the year. It's not just because they want the reviews and they want the feedback, even though they want the reviews and they want the feedback, they need your input so they know where they need to shift and put more focus versus areas that they could possibly just let go and not really put a lot of pedal to the metal to that they might be doing and it's just not working. So feedback and gaining that from your current audience, from your current customer base is so important. And if you are a brand in a business that may be just getting started and you're like, I don't have a huge customer base right now. I don't even have a huge following Whitney. What do I do? Well, this is a good time to ask the people closest around you, the people that are kind of riding the wave of getting your business up and going, even though, they might not be actively involved in your business. I'm sure you've been talking to people about what you're getting started, what you're really passionate about. You know, the excitement about everything is super, you know, um, exciting during this time and you're talking to people. So talk to them, ask for feedback, ask for insight and ask them where they think that you should pour most of your energy. And then third audit your business objectives and your current target audience. I went through a huge audience shift years ago because when you're in branding and digital marketing, I feel like you can really target a large audience. Anybody could kind of fit into that category, both men and women, both small and large businesses, industry one over industry two. It doesn't even matter. Like a lot of people I could help and service, But I felt like I was speaking to everybody, which was really bringing me nobody at the end of the day. And when I sat down and I thought to myself, who do I truly like working with the most? who do I get most, impas- most passionate about when working with their brands? And that was the more startup entrepreneur or entrepreneur that is seasoned and ready to break into a new shift or direction in their business or go through another breakthrough in their business and predominantly female entrepreneurs. Now, that's not to say that I would never work with a male entrepreneur or a male business. In fact, I have several male-dominated industries and clients currently right now that I'm working with. It's just to say that my sweet spot, my my messaging, my marketing, my, my attention, and the purpose with my, my brand and my agency is targeting female entrepreneurs and not necessarily men. Now, if I work with a female entrepreneur and she's got a husband that owns a brand or a business and she's like, hey, you know, I worked with Whitney and the team at Eden to help us with our, you know, marketing objectives or, you know, the a whole brand overhaul. And they did the whole stuff for us, you know, all the things, then they refer them or refer us to their husband, which this has happened a million times. In fact, I just acquired a, a client. It's a group of men that have their financial um financial management company. And basically that was a referral from a previous client who was a female. So that's not to say again, that you're not going to take who are currently, you know, might be currently involved in your audience, but maybe you need to do an audience shift or assess your current audience and see, is my message too messy or am I really hitting the mark? Am I really speaking to who it is that I'm speaking to? And is my message hitting with them? Because if it's not Sometimes you need an audience shift. Sometimes you need to change your objectives completely. And that's where we're kind of going to roll into some quick hits and some deeper shifts because some quick hits with your brand could be simply refreshing your logo. Is it outdated? Do you not really connect anymore with the the scheme or the aesthetic or the colors or the elements of your logo? This is where you can really kind of change it. If, is it text-based and you want to kind of include some visual, you know, creative element into the logo? Or is it too visual and you want to go more simplistic, more um, minimalistic and go to a more text-based logo? Whatever it is, this is a really good quick hit and a really quick refresh or Overhaul in branding and something we see a lot and often is a change in the logo or a change in the aesthetic, which would be updating your color palettes to stay more modern or on brand or on trend with your current industry. Uh, You could also review your branding as far as your website and your ads and your social media. Usually, if you're going to do a logo update or overhaul, or you're going to adjust your brand colors or your, you know, visual aspects of your brand, that's going to kind of play into all of the places that you are showing up with online. So that's going to change your creatives for your ads. It's going to change the design and aesthetic for your website. It's going to change the visual immediate look on your Instagram profile and your Facebook profile, your cover photos and your highlight covers and all of that stuff has to be updated. So when you're thinking of doing a brand overhaul and you're considering these quick hits which are more of the design and creative aspect of your brand, they do kind of roll over into all of the places that you're showing up online. Um you can also have brand guidelines created or updated as well. If you don't have brand guidelines, basically this is your branding in a document several pages or one pager that really outlines the visual aspect of your brand. Fonts, sizes, colors, how to use them, how not to use them, logos, elements of your logos that are being used, like submarks and why they're being used and where they're being used and how they're being used. All of this is communicated within your brand guidelines. So that is something that can also be revamped and updated when you're considering an overhaul. So when we talk about going into deeper shifts for your brand, what I'm really talking about here is reevaluating your mission. Does it currently meet your business goals? When I went through a rebranding just about a year ago, actually, yeah, we're coming up on a one-year mark. I had to go through a complete rebranding of my business. And when I did that, because I had to change the name, because we were going through a trademarking process, I had to redo the name, redo the entire vision and mission of my company. Now, I didn't have to, but I felt when I was thinking and reconsidering the name change, And where my heart was with our agency, I felt a deep desire and need to to change the vision and the mission that I had for the agency. So this is going to take you a lot deeper. This is going to take you into more of the feels with your company, especially if you are an independent entrepreneur or a small business owner and you might not think that it's going to take you in that direction but that's why i kind of label this into the deeper shifts because your vision and your mission really are closely tied to the emotion that you're evoking to your audience and how that is going to be portrayed or received online and so this goes a lot deeper there's a lot more deep work that has to be done and uh, and and more in-depth questions that you have to ask yourself as a brand and a business owner you know you might Might have to redefine your core values um, that guide your decisions and your culture as a brand and as a business. You might have to craft distinct and updated positioning for yourself as a brand and a business. Does your new mission and values and purpose not align with certain places that you might be showing up digitally? And maybe do you have to bring on different aspects for your business that position you in different areas online that kind of fit? that brand that mission that core and that value. Um you also might need to write new brand narratives and personality traits. You might have to reassess your customer avatar, going back to, you know, really looking at your audience and things like that. Like are you hitting the mark? Is everything really aligning and feeling right when you think of your brand as a whole? And there's a lot that could go into a brand overhaul and there's also very little that can go into it at the same time. I say overhaul because when I think of overhaul, I think of a complete brand shift. But if you just need to tweak and modify certain elements of your brand, that's okay. I don't want to be going through all of this with you right now and you're thinking to yourself, holy crap, Whitney, this is like... I, I was just thinking of updating my logo. I wasn't thinking of going deeper with my messaging and my my vision and my purpose and my goals and my audience and all of that. Like, I just I just wanted to tweak a couple things in my logo. That's fine. That's fine. You, you don't have to do a complete overhaul. But now let's talk about, like, balance and equity. Keeping recognizable visual aspects the same that still work and kind of removing some that don't work. You know, you want to retain familiar visual aspects that create a strong awareness or recognition of your brand. Those are things that you don't want to take away. Um, It could be something like a design element in your logo. You might tweak the logo or tweak the tagline or tweak the mission or the value and tweak the colors even, but maybe the actual element the design element stays the same because that is what is recognizable you might keep your mission and your values or your tagline because people know that they recognize that but you might you might change the logo or the visual aspect just a little bit you might um, evolve the logo or redo the logo completely you might even keep slogans the same like I said like taglines so whatever you're doing, just know that there is a balance in change and equity where you have to kind of reassess like, what do I really need to keep around that's going to be meaningful and impactful and still resonate with my core audience? And what can I tweak and change that's really not going to make that big of an impact, but still at the same time make an impact that people realize that something's different, right? Now, let's talk about testing and rolling out. When you're doing a brand overhaul, you do need to test before you roll out. And there is a testing way to go about things and a rolling out phase at the same time. So when you're testing new things with your brand, this is something that I've done recently with my, um, my SOS Collective, which was formerly known as the Business Savvy University. So the SOS Collective was recently changed because when I went through a rebranding with my name for my agency, I went this entire past year still having the Business Savvy University, where if you've been listening to the podcast for some time now, that you know that the word savvy was closely tied to my previous brand. Well, when I rebranded into Eden, I didn't change the Business Savvy University because I didn't want to cause members inside the Business Savvy University to really think that anything was going to change there. I didn't want to cause some like frustration or, you know, worry or concern that things were going to be shifting in that community. So I just kept it the same. But throughout the year, which was a huge transformational year for me, I must say, I was feeling a disalignment. I was feeling just not really excited about that community. And I didn't know what it was until I realized that I felt like I broke up with my old brand But I still had some tie and connection to it because of the name of the Business Savvy University. So towards the end of this year, almost a couple weeks ago, or even a week ago, maybe, no, it was a few weeks ago, I realized... I need to change it. Like I just woke up one day. I was like, I need to change it. Something needs to go. I just don't, I don't like this anymore. So I reached out to the community, to the ladies in the community. And I kind of explained where I was mentally and emotionally feeling with this, this brand, you know, this entity of my brand. And I explained to them, I needed to do a name change. And I told them in regards to what they Thought I should do, and what they thought the name should be. I gave them a couple options and where I was thinking and where I was going with it. And they gave me feedback and they helped me transition out of the Business Savvy University, which is now merged into or well transitioned into the SOS Collective. And the SOS Collective is a playoff of my SOS method, which is to streamline, optimize, and scale your business. That's what I kind of coach when I'm doing any type of training podcast or anything is I kind of take you through that, how to streamline, how to optimize, and then how to scale your business. And I ended up loving that. I felt like a new kind of rebirth in my brand with that specific community that I have and I want you to know that it's okay to pull and test your current audience and say, hey, this is where I'm at. This is what we're thinking. This is how we want to transition or evolve things. What are your thoughts? What is your opinion? What is your feedback if we were to go in this direction? So survey your audience and your customer base. And if you don't have one right now, again, your inner circle, people closest around you to get their feedback and their input on what it is that you're thinking. And then take that feedback and then put it into action, start transitioning things and really kind of get people's feedback as you continue to transition into things. And, you know, if you're evolving a logo and if you're changing colors throughout the process, get opinions. This is so important. And then when you're ready to roll things out, what you want to do is if you have a team already is you kind of want to roll it out with your internal team before you let it out to the public, because you need to get your entire team on board, whether it's a virtual team or a brick and mortar or an in-person team, you need to inform them first on what these changes are and why you're doing them. And basically the protocol or the guidelines moving forward. And then the second thing is sharing those guidelines and the resources with people as you go through the launch, you know, if you have a marketing team, if you have a promotions or a PR team, you know, having them involved in the process and making sure that you are sharing all of this information. And then if you are ready and prepared and you've, you know, well-equipped everybody for, Hey, we're getting ready to launch. That is when you prepare that external rollout of the new changes or the updates with your brand. Um, You want to start with what is most seen to what is least seen. So if you have a strong email newsletter that you have hundreds of thousands of subscribers on, and that's your core audience, that's where you kind of want to let that stuff out first. And then if it's YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and X and threads or whatever, kind of go down the line smaller and smaller to where you're rolling it out. Because the biggest impact, the biggest change is gonna come from your largest audience. So wherever that is and however they're showing up, that is where you kind of want to roll this out first. So that's going to wrap it up, friends, for my strategies for spearheading an impactful end-of-the-year brand refresh. We've covered you know a timeline, quick wins to deeper identity shifts that can take you into a successful transition of 2024. And most importantly, take the time now to objectively review what it is about your brand that you're wanting to overhaul or reassess or redesign. And don't be afraid to transition that way and make those changes. You know, I love a brand refresh. I think the end of the year is always a good time towards the end of the year, Q3 and Q4, like I mentioned, to take a look at what is and what's not working and be open to that change. Be open to that transition because beautiful things can happen in that time. And I'm here to encourage you to do it. And that wraps up my key strategies for spearheading an impactful end of the year brand refresh. We've covered the timeline, quick wins, and deeper identity shifts that can set you up for success in 2024. Most importantly, take the time now to objectively assess what's clicking with your branding as well as what could be used for an upgrade. Have the courage to evolve those elements that no longer serve your business goals or customer needs. And new year presents a prime time opportunity to refine your brand perspective. Implement what I shared with you today to say hello to 2024, feeling recharged, refocused, and ready to continue scaling your purpose and vision. I'm signing off and I'll see you for UnoMoss podcast next week. Thank you for taking the time to listen to today's episode of Uno Mas Podcast. What can you do to help support me moving forward? Well, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform. Leave a review and a rating because it's your reviews that matter most and it's your reviews that help us get this show found by new listeners and share this podcast with your friends, family, and followers on all your social media accounts. Tag me, the Whitney K, and at Unomas Podcast for a listener spotlight on our social media accounts.